You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Good morning. Welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio Show for Monday, 21st of November, 2022. We acknowledge the Yurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which we transmit people-powered radio. Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio, we're a show about cycling, bicycles, two wheels, four wheels, but always human-powered, micro-mobility, urban transport, and all things in between. And today... We're going to be talking about recycling. And before I forget, my name's Chris. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be talking to Charlie about how you can recycle bike tyres and tubes and a whole bunch of other things we'll discuss. Okay, news and events. Well, maybe you're still on a little bit of a high from uh, Friday the 18th when uh, Critical Mass went up to Sydney Road. Uh, quite a bit of networking and good times and uh, things to look forward to. I think there'll be quite a few more critical mass rides. Uh, I think we'll keep this thing going over summer. Also with news, uh, I have some stuff that's from Glen Ira. Now apparently Glen Ira Council is considering shelving the proposed Inkerman Road bike path at the next meeting uh, to be held tomorrow, Tuesday night on the 22nd. It's pretty disappointing because if you go back and have a look at Council's Integrated Transport Strategy for 2018-2031, it sets out a target mode of 50-50 by 30, uh, 2031. Haven't we seen this stuff before? And Inkerman Road was chosen as a pilot for a separated cycle path. This was apparently part of the Safe Cycling Corridors. Yeah, this goes back to 2018 and they're looking at, um, you know, if this thing went ahead, Inkerman Street is a missing link between the Geneering Trail and this St Kilda Road Bike Lane Project. That's why it's absolutely vital right now. Anyway, what I'll do is I'll put in the podcast description and also if you follow our social media, things you can do before tomorrow night about contacting council. I don't know whether there is a timeline or there's a point where you can't put further questions in, but I will do my level best to uh, get you the further details of what you can do to support Glenira, Glenira Bicycle User Group and residents in the area finally get this really important project. Give it support because it looks like they're backsliding down there. And that is after being at uh, critical mass on Friday night this is not what we need in the city we don't need any more kind of retreating or pandering to negativity we need better ways and more varied ways of getting about after the break I'll be talking to Charlie about recycling bike tyres and tubes
us for the 2022 edition of The Change, Definitions of Freedom. Interactive Theatre, 7 to 9pm on the 16th of December at the Honda Showrooms, Hoddle Street. We're also having an exhibition and preview from 5pm Thursday 24th of November at the store, Abbotsford Convent. Find out more on Facebook at The Change Definitions of Freedom. The Change is presented by United Struggle Project, a 3CR supporter. Charlie. I run Recycle Bike Tyres, so that's a service which does exactly that. I recycle bike tyres from bike stores. I started it in early 2019 just as an idea, so it was a bit of a pilot program at my local bike shop which was 99 Bikes in uh, North Fitzroy and that came about as a result of basically just seeing how much recyclable material was being chucked into their general waste bins. I just kind of brainstormed it with a couple of friends who were mechanics at the time and gave it a bit of a trial and 99 Bikes were pretty happy with, with how that was working. So it was about, it took about three or four months and then 99 Bikes rolled it out across all of their stores in Melbourne and then in around uh, it was probably mid 2021 Trek got on board as well so now Trek all of Trek stores in Melbourne are doing it as well so to date I have 62 stores across Melbourne that recycle all of their bike tires and tubes to date I've recycled 44 just over 44,000 tires and 60,000 tubes so that equates to about 33 tonnes of rubber diverted from landfill. So, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been an interesting process. But to put that into perspective, Australia actually imported about 1.5 million bikes last year. So that's a total of over 4 million tyres and uh, over 6.5 million tubes. So, yeah, <laughs> there's work to be done. It's, it's interesting because... Okay, I'm going to speak from perspective. I know nothing of this process. How many generations or what can you recycle from actual bike tyres and tubes? Everything. Yeah. Oh, so okay. the whole tyre and the whole tube is is recycled. So I take the bike tyre to one company called Tire Cycle. So they're a national tyre recycling company. So they predominantly do car and truck tyres. So they really deal with mostly the automotive industry. But I approached them in early 2019 and proposed the idea to them that I would bring them lots and lots of bike tyres. It took a little little while to kind of get them kind of on board with the idea. Eventually, after a couple of months when I was bringing them literally thousands of bike tyres, they, they kind of, they got the picture. Because <laughs> I think, you know, from their point of view, it's, they run a really large operation you know they're they're almost processing you know thousands of car car tires a day so i don't think bike rubber waste is kind of you know on their radar to to be to be honest but it's it's going pretty well so i take probably about between 1500 and 2000 tires a month to tire cycle for processing and they literally go on the same conveyor belt so i i 
drive into the facility, back my truck up to the conveyor belt, and we load the bike tyres onto the same conveyor belt that car and truck tyres are processed on. And they go up a big conveyor belt and they're shredded into a material called tyre crumb. And that's the stuff that gets processed into new roads, fungi playground surfaces, athletics tracks, rubber matting. There's a whole range of different applications that the rubber, come, rubber crumb can be processed into. So that takes care of the tyres. The tubes are actually a bit more complicated and, and more difficult to recycle. And that's particularly because of the type of rubber that's in a tube. So it's the butyl rubber. It's really flexible and stretchy. So that goes to a different company called Tire Crumb. And the tube is also, it was also crumbed and shredded and, and also made into the similar applications as well. So it is, it is a complex process and it does cost money. That's another point which does come up in conversation quite frequently, particularly when, when I was starting this, I was literally just walking into bike stores and saying, you know, what do you think about recycling, you know, your bike tires and tubes? And it was really interesting the response, the range of responses I was getting. So I go into some stores and they'd be like, oh, thank you. You know, where have you been? You know, and they'll, they'll show, show me like a, a pile of tires and tubes that they've been kind of storing aside, not knowing to where to recycle them because there just hasn't been that um that service available and then the the other end of that is approaching stores and saying you know would you like to recycle your tires and they're like well why you know why do we do that why do we why would we pay for this for this service you know we're we're not going to pay for it our customers don't want to pay for it and so there's been a bit of a challenge just trying to shift that that concept of you know how we perceive waste you know I think we're so used to just chucking waste in a bin and kind of forgetting about it. Whereas I think where we're heading now is waste is really coming to the forefront of how do we actually deal with it, you know? And if it's a thing of like it costs less for the for the store to just throw it out as general waste. That's right. So they're working out their fixed cost for disposal. Why yeah. should they, you know, and they get the usual industrial mob come around, pick up their stuff, yeah. and they're trying to work out what's the price point here Depends of whether they've got a social contract on or the way they're thinking about it. I mean, yeah. you know, how much price difference, you know, I'm not going to ask you any commercial and confidence yeah, information here, right. but the, uh, the price difference for a bike shop between, you know, doing industrial waste or providing it to you to, for it to be reused. And that's something that's quite important, especially you're saying you're working with 99 bikes and some things. If it's an independent, they really have to weigh this up. Wildlife Victoria is a non-profit emergency response service committed to assisting wildlife in need across Victoria. Our trained and dedicated volunteers rescue and rehabilitate sick, injured and orphaned animals so they can be released back to their native habitat. If you see wildlife that may need our help, please contact us on 8400 7300. To donate or register to become a volunteer, hop onto our website at wildlifevictoria.org.au. A 3CR supporter. It is challenging, particularly like, yeah, like you said, you got the bin there. Should we pay, you know, a certain amount for me to recycle them into new things or can we just chuck them in the bin? And for a lot of places, it's just easy to just still chuck them in the bin, unfortunately. I find there's quite an educational component to what I do and it's trying to get people to think about, well, 
yeah, you're paying a certain amount to get these tyres recycled, but there's actually a value in that. And the value is that the tyre is not kind of sitting in landfill. The tyre is actually being reused and made into new products. And that's where you're getting the value from. And also, it's you know, you know yourself, it's labour intensive for you to do the collection. Yep, it's labour intensive. You know, I've got to put diesel in the truck. You know, I, I pay the recyclers. So I pay tyre cycle a tonnage rate and I pay tyre crumb a tonnage rate. Because so it's just, yeah, the recycling industry is costly and I think it's going to become more costly for a while. As we've seen with the, the plastic situation, a huge supply and demand mismatch in Australia at the moment. Um, that was a hell of a vulnerability in terms of Red Cycle lost, you know, when they had a fire, lost the ability mm. to recycle the material that they were gathering. And I think that was something that got missed in the argument. They were trying to, I think there was a bit of a mismatch in the media of they were doing this, you know, under false pretenses. And they weren't until they lost mm. that ability to recycle. They lost, you know, I think, a rather specialised machinery they were using. But there is also yeah. a bit of a mismatch there too in terms of demand for what you can do with soft plastics It's because it's a notoriously hard material. It is, yeah. And plastics is probably the most difficult to recycle. I think tyres, we've been recycling in Australia since the 90s. So the infrastructure is there to do it, although many of the factors which affect plastic recycling in Australia affects all types of recycling in Australia. Mm. So as far as I'm aware, like two weeks ago, I had to actually find another recycler to to process the tubes because tyre cycles stopped taking them for a range of different complex factors. So that led me down a path to try and find another recycler for the tubes. And as far as I'm aware, there's only two companies in Australia that actually process bicycle tubes into crumb for recycling. One in Melbourne and one in Sydney. So, you know, if we're thinking about, you know, the circular economy, there's a huge gap in part of that circle. And that's really how do we deal with the recycled product in Australia? There's still some, <laughs> I don't have the answers to that. I mean, part of, I suppose, the uh, the federal government brought out, you know, the national waste policy in 2019, which was looking to kind of resolve a lot of those issues. Um, how You know, how do we get, you know, more processing on site and they also was kind of mostly to do with banning the export of whole recycle whole products um overseas but we still can as far as i'm aware export recycled product overseas so for example tire cycle can still export the processed crumb overseas for other countries to use as well so it'd be great to see soon you know much more infrastructure available to for example to process tires and use that recycled product in australia yeah because that was you know touching on another bigger issue of like you know sending things overseas australian uh, councils got themselves into a lot of trouble over that and you know we're, we're just shipping crap overseas and not really yeah. the implications you know places in indonesia where they and other places where they pull it apart, and then China goes, "No, we're not, we're not taking this anymore," because you know, right. Australia wasn't thinking of waste solutions. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't know if, if you ever looked into like the, I don't know if you really want to discuss this or not, but some of the history of rubber is not particularly pleasant. That's right. Yeah, it and, does have a bit of a shady. Yeah. yeah, and I remember I have my eyes open about twenty years ago to like the what was called the rubber terror. 
in the Congo, and there was a movie that came out, Congo, White King, Red Rubber, Black Death. And I was just astonished because it was just like at the time where, you know, people wanted inner tubes and rubber and and by any means get it because at the, that point you didn't have rubber plantations. Rubber vines grew wild. So mm. you had to have massive areas that, you know, to get this rubber. And the things that went on was mm. astonishing. And even by modern, you know, you kind of modern interpretation, it's like, well, colonial extractivism. And yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, you see this has been happening since the 90s. It's amazing how, you know, we use this material. We need it in terms of cycling. We need it, you know, a lot of other technical applications, but its origins were something else. Yeah. And what you're doing is uh, just brilliant. Oh, thank you. Because it, <laughs> it's a very uh, difficult topic, what, you know, what, how rubber was used as a resource and what we're looking at now. Is yeah, can we use that product? Yeah, well, I don't. I mean, it's interesting. I, I'd be interested to know, you know, uh, are there any bicycle tire um, manufacturers actually using recycled rubber in their products? I, I don't know. I mean, because I mean, clearly we can't keep cutting down forests to plant rubber plantations. So mm. at some point, we we really start need to start using you know recycled rubber to make new tires. I think that happens more in car tires. I don't know about bike tires. There are now 189 people on hunger strike. 62 have sewn their lips together, including two women and five children. For Woomera, this isn't an unusual day. We have an old saying in Persia that says, there is no darker color than black. So we were in the camp, we have two options. Are they deporting us to back to persecution, to prison, to death, or die in the camp. But I think you guys give us a third option, which is another try. They bent like half-cooked spaghetti. We didn't expect it to happen like that, to the soundtrack of Amelie, a popular French movie at the time, blowing across the desert from dusty speakers. The fence began to fall, under the weight of people wanting justice under the weight of people that had had enough. Join us for Woomera Stories on Monday, November 21st and November 28th at 6pm on 3CR. Already they've set up camp only 200 metres from the Woomera Detention Centre's main gate. We've got to go to a closed system or closest we can get to a closed system of recycling. Yeah. With the actual process, you're just doing bike shops at the moment. Yeah, so, yeah, bike stores. I also have two councils, so City of Yarra. I have a crate at the at the recycling centre there and also up here and uh, closer to uh, City of Greater Bendigo also have a have one of my crates up there. Um, so two councils. I mean, that that's also be great getting more councils on board because it's sometimes easier for people just to kind of go to their local council to to drop stuff off. And and certainly that crate at the city of Yarra, which has been there for, you know, a couple of years now, mm. it's just, it 
it fills up really quickly. So it's kind of one of those things that, you know, you build it, you know, people will come, people will use that, you know, have that convenience as well. So Yeah, I'll just, just bring that up for, for the listeners because this, you know, we're Yarra Bicycle User Group in the city of yep. Yarra. If you did not know this, you can go to the Yarra Recycling Centre and that's at 168 Roseneath Street in Clifton Hill in business hours or whenever they're open to do that. Because I can think of other people who have gone to other councils and they go mm. to the waste transfer station and they take in a couple of bike tyres. For whatever the process hasn't, you know, fully matured yet, attempt to charge the same price for a, a car tyre. Pretty difficult stuff when you're trying to do the right thing. Yeah, it is. It, and it does, certainly doesn't cost as much to recycle a bike tyre as it does car because a bike tyre doesn't weigh the same as a car tyre. So mm. I get charged I, I get charged a tonnage rate. So that's how I kind of work out my my costings as well. So yeah, it's it's about just making it e- as easy as possible for for people to to drop off their their bike tires and shoes. So is there any moves for any other councils to pick up on this program? Oh, so I'd love to yeah, like I've yeah, it's I mean it has been hard with, you know, over the last couple of years councils kind of moving forward with these kind of programs but um it'd be great if more councils got on board Um, so i could see if people are listening to this show to have a chat to a council officer or your local councillor or whatever feedback form for your for your area and have a chat because yeah i know there's a lot of bike ties out there and there's a lot of inner tubes (laughs) and again people get caught have got oh it's just cheaper for me to chuck it yeah. When you've got a great usable resource and we've got to think very differently. Yeah. And and the more you do it, the easier the process will get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, it's it's also interesting as well, because at the moment it's the consumer that's really bearing the cost to recycle. So it'd be it'd be great to see at some stage the the producers or the companies actually taking on more of a responsibility for their end of life at the end of the life of their product Mm. and i think we're starting to see things like that happening i think it's called an extended producer responsibility program and i think it's occurring in in america a bit more now where i think it's maybe more in packaging like food packaging producers are packaging are bearing the cost of their end of their life of the packages to recycle them properly so that's that'd be really interesting to see in australia more because i think this is a really it's it's a complex problem and it's up to all of us to try and kind of work out the solutions is i don't think it is totally up to the consumer to have to bear the cost well the consumer is the end of the line they should not uh the responsibility should lie with the packaging you know who produced that it's not yeah. like you've bought the product, so therefore it's the end of um, what we do with the supply chain. That's It's kind of borderline reprehensible, to be honest. Yeah, it's just complex, isn't it? It's I, very be, complex. It, yeah, but I, I definitely, mm-hmm. you know, I totally understand the argument that occasionally I get with people saying, why should I have to pay for this? You know, I get it. You know, like everyone's kind of, you know, everything's expensive at the moment and even those little costs, you know, uh, really add up. But it's really just seeing the value of what you're getting instead of it, you know, rotting in landfill, it's mm. actually being recycled into new products. And mm. that's, that's where the value is. So that's, yeah. That's, it'd be good. As I said earlier, though, it'd be good to find out if there's anyone in the bike industry actually using these products. So again, if you're listening and you know a bit more, get in touch yeah. with Charlie, because that's a fascinating thing. You might, you know, you might actually have a closed kind of process there. 
Yeah. I mean, at the end of that, you almost need to like, we almost need to own the process, you know, which would in involve, you know, a lot of potentially, you know, investment. But, you know, if we, if we had a specific bicycle and shoe recycling facility, then it, it could make things a bit cheaper. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, it's also like, the, it's not just the cheap, cheaper or financial angle. We've got to also think of our environmental thing. That's that's a cost yeah. that often is not looked at in terms of factoring in the, the true impact of a product. Again, what you're doing is you know, we're starting to really advance on the, on these sort of problems of yeah. you know, things like environmental sort of impact of not recycling is actually should be part of what the overall cost is, you know, because mm. we do live in a closed system on the planet Earth yeah. and we just yeah, can't just keep producing infinite amount of materials because it's not infinite on this planet. Australia's most iconic bike riding holiday, the Great Vic Bike Ride, is on from Saturday 26th of November to Sunday 4th of December. This rolling bike festival will have you pedalling along the beautiful Great Ocean Road, through the Otways and Golden Plains. Tickets include all meals, a camping spot, luggage transfers, daily entertainment and more. Sign up at www.greatvic.com.au Use promo code 3CR to get 10% off. Great Vic Bike Ride, a 3CR supporter. I mean, bikes are great in themselves. They're, they're environmentally friendly. Pretty much, I was thinking about this the other day, pretty much an entire bike is recyclable. If it's steel or aluminium, uh, carbon fibre is a different situation. But pretty much, you know, there's not much on a bike that you can't recycle, you know. So I do do metal as well. So I do provide that service for stores to recycle their bike metal. But a lot of stores will, will have kind of been doing that with, you know, for themselves for a while. Yeah. Um, metal is, is, is a lot easier to do. It's been around for a lot longer. You get stuff like broken frames or cracked frames, that sort of thing. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I've uh, got a website, so it's just recyclebiketires.com. So you can have a look on the website for all of the bike stores that have my service. Yeah, I've got Instagram, all that social media stuff. So, cool. Yeah. Which shops just basically? Yeah, so the two big two big retailers, so and all of 99 bike stores. So I think there's about 13 99 bike stores in Melbourne, all of the Trek, Cycles Galleria, a lot of... Uh, Velo Cycles is another one. Ah, yeah, um, Brunswick, yep. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I just want to kind of just clarify a point, though. That's for the yeah. shop. That's not for people bringing things in? Well, check with the store. So it depends okay, on – Okay, it's worth – yeah, that's what I want to clarify yeah, that. Um, a lot of stores will accept your, your bike, tyre and shoe, but just check with them first because so, some stores, just depending on space – and also the two councils, first was Yarra, and I gave the details Yarra for and that. Greater Bendigo. That was interesting, the topic, because of what I said earlier, of people trying to take bike ties to, and then being asked to pay full car tyre price. And it's like, yeah. yeah, we haven't really kind of developed on this, but it's good to yeah. see that you're providing this service. Check it out, our recycled bike ties 
tyreshield.com for more information about how the tires and tubes are processed. This week's Yarra Bicycle User Group radio program should be podcast soon on 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast or go to yarrabug.org forward slash radio if you want to find additional details of what we discussed today. These podcasts are produced at Melbourne's activist radio station 3CR. Presenters are all volunteers and 3CR's existence depends upon the financial support of our listeners. Go to 3cr.org.au Click on the support tab and select either donate, subscribe, shop or fundraisers. Your subscription or donation keeps 3CR on air. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.